What's up, everybody? What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Tug of War. Guys, so glad you're here. It's a little cold and rainy here yes. at the Tug of War Studios. It is. It's a little cold and rainy today. I don't like it. When I was youth pastoring, uh-huh. we uh, we had a night that on a Wednesday night, a big storm blew in. Uh-huh. And our our like lead pastor came in and he was like, send everybody home. It's like, dude, it's literally a tornado out here. And he was like, you know, liability. Like, yeah. get these kids get out of the, the property. Get these kids out of the building <laughs> so if it falls down. It was bad. It was a bad choice. But we didn't. So we didn't do it. And we got to kind of fight a little bit. And so oh. we kept the kids in here. Yeah. But then I started. Well, it was our pastor's dad oh, okay. who had been the pastor. Oh, okay. And uh, and so I wrote a rap about it's getting it's getting cold and rainy. And I had a bunch of kind of not really respectful lines about how this pastor said, send them home in a rain. I was saying a bunch of stupid stuff. So anytime it's cold and rainy. You want to do that rap? Yeah, yeah. Anytime it's getting cold and rainy, I think it's getting cold and rainy. That's really funny. I've actually never heard that one before. It's stupid. Well, today. Uh, it's a little dreary out. It's cold and rainy. And uh, we're not sending anybody home, though. We're working and trying to uh, push into all that God has called us to. In fact, that's what we talk about here on the podcast every week. It's just two friends conversation. Why? You're you Winnie's, Winnie's trying to get that intro. I try hard to like uh, make it connect. But uh, today we're going to talk about uh, something exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's cold and rainy. It's cold and rainy, yeah. It really affects you how you feel. Uh, it affects how I behave and 100% how I feel. Sometimes when it's raining like multiple days in a row, I'll be like, I'm so sad. And then Aaron will be like, uh, it's just the rain, calm down. Because it really does. It affects you. Your environment massively affects Ugh, it does how me. you feel unless you make a choice. That's true. You have we, to choose that it's happy. You just saw me on the last podcast. I was wearing like a bright teal sweatshirt. I did that on purpose that day because I was having kind of a sad day. And I was like, I'm aware. So I'm happy. It'll make me happy. You know, something we say uh, a lot here is we say that energy is a choice. Yeah, right. Energy, having energy, it's, a, it's something you choose. That's energy true. does not come from the food that you eat. No. Right? Does not come from sleep. It's a decision. You know, that's just, I stole that from Tony Robbins. That's who you stole from? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's good. You know who Tony Robbins yeah, is? Yeah, 100%. He's like, big, he's like the big He's like 6'5". He's like the biggest head People in the world. People pay like $6,500 to go yeah. to his little sessions. So he does this whole like energy is a choice thing. Yeah. And I heard it like in high school. And it just has always stuck stuck yeah. with me. Yeah. Uh, that you have to choose it. And so when it's cold and rainy or whatever, cho- choose that. But we had somebody... Uh, where were we? One of our volunteers or somebody was like, yeah, but isn't that... They were like, you're fake. That's fake. That's what they well, said. Did they say it like that? Yeah. yeah. Where, is it someone who was leaving <laughs> the church? It was one of our interns, young people. Who's been out of shape. That was just been out of shape. And so I'm like, no, it's not fake. He was like, Don't, that's just phony. Why are you being phony? You're, you're giving a false perception that you're energetic. And I'm like, no, no, no. Because I think for them, their personality is not energetic. And because you and I have a energetic personality yeah. anyway yeah that's why they felt that way like you're trying to put your personality on me i'm like no no no. there that's a different thing you could still have energy even if you're not loud and obnoxious like the two you, of us you choose <laughs> you choose yeah to turn on that's right and be engaged yes you choose that what you're doing right now maybe deserves, we can talk energy is a choice well i guess we are but you, you choose that uh Right now, what I'm doing deserves my best effort. Yeah. Even though I didn't get enough sleep last night. Yeah. Or even though I was fighting with my spouse before I got here. Or even though whatever was happening around me, the choice today is that what I'm working on, what I am have said yes to, what responsibility I'm carrying is going to get my full energy and attention, even if it's not the thing I'm feeling it. If 
If you right listened now. to your feelings, they will betray you every time. I'm telling you, if I only did what I felt, I would be 500 pounds. The world we live maybe, maybe 1,000 pounds. You would not be 1,000. Whitney, if, you if all I a, ever did was what I feel, that would be a massive problem. I'm just and saying. We, we, our feelings, they betray us. They betray us. And the problem is the world we live in tells us though, that we have to follow our feelings. But as a leader, if you're someone who's tugging into more, you can't always follow your feelings. You can very rarely follow your feelings. Do you know how many times I would have quit my job? Yeah. Three times last week. I would have quit being a pastor (laughs) a thousand times. Right. I would have not walked up on stages to preach 80% of the times I was preaching. Yeah. If I just went off of what I feel, but we have to choose. Right. This is what I'm called to do. This is what I said yes to. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't want to cook my kids dinner. C- correct. I was going to say. Do you, I think, moms, dads, do you want to cook your kids day. dinner? No. Forget them kids. Right. Complaining about you eat a cheese stick for the rest of your life. <laughs> but like, it's the same thing as leadership. Right. I don't want to do laundry. Right. Or fold laundry. Well, I think that's the best example of like our home is, uh, as moms, as dads, like that's a, I don't get a choice there. I have to choose yeah. to make sure my kids stay alive, make sure I feed them, make sure I provide for them. These are places where I don't. And so what can tend to happen is the area where we're called to the things that we're tugging into the thing that really we care about. We, we are like, Oh, but I have a choice there. No, you don't have a choice there either. Yeah. Unless you want to uh, be, be a loser, be a scrub, be a punk. Never, never pull into more. Right. Right. Not stop tugging and just yeah. be satisfied with where you're right. at. Right. And the, so you have you have no choice but to make the choice yeah. to have energy. Go. Choose choose to 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 jump in it. Yeah. So it's raining here. That's right. And at my house, whenever it rains really hard, uh something horrible happens. So both my neighbors behind us yeah. put in pools. Mm-hmm. So their entire backyard is now concrete. Yeah. And so what happens is all the rain from their roof and backyard, all of that comes in our backyard. And so we've got uh, the back of our house, on a back of our property is where my mother-in-law lives. We right. have a little mother-in-law, mother-in-law house. house. A casita. A casita. That's what it's called. That, yeah. that, she, that she lives in. And when it rains really hard, water will seep into her closet. Yeah. I've been there and I've helped... We're about carpet there before Dude. it's happened. And so I've done everything, put in the the French drains, and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just yeah. out there with my, doing my best putting in French drains yeah. and all this stuff. You got all of them. And so I dug this great big pit and put a big blue barrel in it, like a 55-gallon drum, and have a sub pump that goes in it and a pipe that goes all the way around the front of the yard. And so when it fills up with water, it pumps out. Well, sometimes now that they've put in these pools, it can't deal with the rain. It can't, yeah. And so this morning, it's raining, and my mother-in-law calls Rachel in Spanish, yelling all kind of stuff, that there's water getting in the house. Yeah. Let me tell you what I didn't want to do this morning. You didn't want to go dig in the mud? I did not want to go outside <laughs> while it's 45 degrees. Right. I have, a, I have to be at the church. I do not want to go and lay, I'm laying in mud. Right. Just a few hours ago, I was laying in mud with my arms down in a dark, cold, watery mud hole. Right. Trying to st- get pipes to connect no, back together. right. I got it fixed because I'm the man. Right. Because I didn't give up. <laughs> now, I didn't want to do that. Right. But I did that not because I'm fake. Not because I felt like it. Not because I'm being manipulative. I did it because it had to get done. Right. 
And sometimes as a leader, Stuff has to get done. Well, and and so if you walk around looking like Eeyore everywhere, you know Eeyore? Mm -hmm. Do people of this generation East know who Eeyore is? No? no. <laughs> Golly, old as a mug. Who's, Eeyore is uh, in Winnie the Pooh. He's this little donkey. Womp womp, yeah. Little donkey, he's blue, and he's always has his head down. Yeah. He's all bent out of shape. Then you got Tigger, who's yeah. jumping, jumping around, around bouncing everywhere. No, you, I'm not saying you have to live in Tigger mode. Right. But if you're ne if you're going to just always be an Eeyore, nobody wants to follow that. Well, the other part of that is that when you, you could have made the choice, I'm going to go to work today. I'm going to not deal with this right now. <laughs> I don't want to be in the mud. It's cold. I'll wait till the rain stops, blah, blah, blah. However, mm -hmm. if you would have made that choice, the closet would have been flooded completely. Oh, I have a worse problem. The stuff would have been ruined in her closet. Yeah. Eventually, you would have had to pay to replace door frames all and kind of all kind of pieces around the house. And so often we think, well, I don't want to make this choice uh, today because I'm just not feeling it. But what we don't realize is the repercussion and the ripple effect that actually comes when you won't choose something small, like the energy to go and show up and give your best effort to it. You're actually causing more damage to the thing you feel called to, to the area and where you're trying to make grow to, to the culture of your home, whatever yeah. it is, you're causing more damage because you don't want to be fake. Cause yeah. I'm not going to be, I'm going to, I'm not feeling it today. So I'm not fake. I'm going to, I'm going to choose what I feel, no, 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 you're, caught, you're choosing damage that is actually more long-term and more painful, more costly, than to just suck it up and do what you're uh, supposed to do, Buttercup. Yeah, there's a few times that I, there's a few moments that I think that we are allowed to allow our emotions to be in charge, but it's very few and far between. Okay, what I'm are saying, those? I'm saying you and I have worked together for seven years. Yeah. And I think there's been two times, I know one, where I came to you and I said, hey, I can't, I can't lead staff meeting today. Yeah. Yeah. I have some stuff going on. Can't do it. Personally. Uh, now, it might have to do with the church, but I can't turn it up right now. Right, right, right. I am heavy, burdened, overwhelmed, and I need you to, to do it, and I need to go. But I'm saying, I'm talking staff meeting. It has been once or twice I've done that. Maybe, maybe twice in all of... So seven years. All of time. I think that seven years, that there are the occasional moments that, that you are not emotionally have enough wherewithal to turn it up. Right. And in those moments, uh, it, was it was better for me to go home and right. to go and rest or to go and, or to go and disconnect. So we're not saying that we have to be Iron Man no. And you never get a rest and that you have to be an energy robot. But a lot of the times I am tired yeah. or I am busy or too distracted or got a bunch of thoughts in my head. But we choose to, to do what we need to well, do. Well, the thing about it is that uh, the energy that we're, we choose in a moment, what you're saying, we're not talking about. Uh, catastrophic situations in well, your life. Both of those were catastrophic. Yeah, we're not talking about, we've talked about leading while bleeding. So we're not even talking about bleeding moments. We're talking about the regular daily decision to show up with our best energy, our best self, and give give what what we are caring about our best. Yeah. And and I think what what is ha what has to be is that if we're not careful, if we don't choose 
energy first. We will choose the vibe around us. We will choose the weather that is. Mm -hmm. We will choose uh, be influenced by the what's influence around instead of, of us influencing it more often than not. And so this is not a, yeah, grin and bear all the time, no. but this is a be aware that when I step into it, whatever the culture and vibe is, we, you've heard the phrase culture drifts. Like if you're not intentional to build the culture, it's going to drift into whatever is the atmosphere, the environment, yeah. the whatever around it. But this is a, a cultural decision, but it's an internal decision as a leader, as a person that I'm going to choose energy. I choose it with my kids. When one of my kids gets hurt, when they were younger, especially if they were bleeding, I had to choose that I'm not going to freak them the junk out more. There's a whole lot of blood. They just cut their finger. Yeah. Oh crap. They might need stitches, yeah. but I had a decision to make yeah. to choose to go, Hey, you're okay. We're going to be okay. Let me evaluate it. Let me look at the situation. Let me see. And then let's decide if we're going to go to the doctor or not. But I had to choose my output to them. Even if internally I was feeling, oh my gosh, this is disgusting yeah, or, or terrifying bad. or yeah. bad because I recognize that I am helping set the tone for the atmosphere around me as leaders in our home, in our job, in our churches, in our, we're setting the tone. Yeah. And if we're not intentional to choose the energy, the joy, the excitement that we get to do this, we're instead allowing the things around us to set it we're going to screw it up, not just for ourselves, but for everyone around us and yeah. they're going to follow us. And so, uh, it's not, again, it's not fake. It's leader. It's leadership. It's leadership. Um, you are really good at this. Like you're, you're really good at, at setting the tone and at choosing energy for the moment. What are, so like, what are some places for you in ministry yeah. or in life that you find yourself, um, turning the dial yeah. up? Yeah. For the moment. Well, uh, all, all the time <laughs> is a, I'm saying so that people saying. can understand. No, it's really good. Um, cause it makes sense when you're holding a microphone. Oh, for sure. But I'm like, so those, but then also just, but not just those very simply, very practically. So in, in my home in the morning is a super important place. Like, so as a mom in my home is a super, like if every morning is, uh, well, we got to get up. Oh, we got to go to work. Oh, we got to go to school. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Then that's the frantic morning that we set. If instead it's, hey, good morning. What can I get you for breakfast? I made coffee. Whatever it is, it's an intentional choice. So that's a, that's a just start your day choice. Okay. But then in the job, when I walk in the office in the morning, I am extremely intentional to just say hello, smile at everyone. How are you? What a great day. Even if it's a rainy, crappy day. Even if for you. Even if for me, I almost got in a car accident on the way here. Somebody was slow in front of me down Turner Warnell. Yeah. And I just wanted that truck to turn out of the way, but he wouldn't. Yeah. Once I pull in the parking lot, put my car in a park and get out, I got to now leave all that junk in the car leave all that emotion in the cart and I'm going to turn it up to walk in because I don't know what everybody else's face that day. Yeah. And so like my decision is that I'm going to be the stable and, uh, kind loving boss to everyone. Then, uh, cause I have no idea what they're facing. I don't know what, I don't know what, uh, job that they're stressed out about. I don't know what volunteer situation they just right. are navigating. I don't know what their kids said on the phone to them right when they hung up. But I know that if for me, uh, for me, they deserve the best from me yeah. and they deserve to get to come to work at a great environment yeah. at a great place. Have you ever worked at a place with a bad environment? Yes. 
yes, a bad culture, but even a bad, like just feel vibe. and vibe. Yeah. And so like, as a leader, I'm like, we will create a good environment. And yeah. so it's as simple as walking down the hallway. You and I say, take a lap. We always say like, yeah. Hey, let's go take a lap. And it's just us going in and saying, Hey, to people because they're working hard here. They're giving their time and energy here. They're, they're here to be a part of building the kingdom of God. And so like, I'm going to walk in and say, Hey, how are you? How's your day? So glad you're here. If I can remember, please Lord, like one, something I try really hard to do is to remember something that's happening in their life, in their day, in their week, something they told me, even if it was just in passing in a hallway, Hey, how'd your thing go? Or how, how's your kid? Or, Hey, did you get that thing in the mail that you ordered and we're excited yeah. about whatever it is that says, Hey, I care about you. Hey, I love you. I see you. And I'm so glad you're here. So good. You at the very beginning, you talked about how you wake up in the morning, you're getting kids ready. And if you go, oh, you made the sound effect. Yes. Oh, we got to do the dishes. Oh, there's laundry. Yes. Oh, I got to make lunches. If your leadership always has a oh, connected to it, who wants to like. Nobody wants to do. No, who wants to follow that? <laughs> no, who wants to be around you? No. And so choosing energy is not just like fake it till you make it. Yeah. No, no, no. It's choose the atmosphere that, that you want to set. Absolutely. And sometimes we have to put down our uh and pick up a yay. Yeah, yeah. Hey! Yeah. Man, let's go. This is great. Something that we do uh, at More Church is we do a pre-service rally. Right. And uh, the pre-service rally starts, what, like 30 minutes before the yeah. service starts? Right at 30, yeah. And so all of our volunteers that are for that first service, they get there and they're in the lobby and there's like this big, you know, welcome and if you and i are out there there's like hey yeah. everybody man it's gonna be a great day so excited god has something great get ready thank you for being right. here it's like a high energy but do you know what i really feel in my heart whenever i'm out there i feel the weight of the message i'm about to preach yeah for sure so i've written a message that god's laid in my heart that usually has some serious points in it and that message is a burden to me mm -hmm. it's a burden that until i'm done i'm carrying yeah but if I walk out to the rally, burden, Ooh, not yeah. even, uh, but right. just like, yeah. Whoa, like bated breath, like I'm going to fight something. <laughs> that is not welcoming. No. Or making people engaging. feel engaging, making people feel, feel appreciated. Yeah. And so it's the self-awareness of like, what are you putting off? Yeah. What are you putting off? And then choose to put off what the room needs. Yeah. And most of the time, what the room needs is some energy. Well, and so what you're talking about, both of those two things. So I said about like just the day, just good morning. And you're talking about the day or the, or the beginning of the day for uh, our church service. But the truth is there's other times as leaders when we can feel that the energy is lacking. Uh, recently, we've kind of been in a season where we've been doing set up and tear down on Sundays for three years now. We've gone through some shifts and transitions of, leadership staff team, but then also in the church. And just a few weeks ago, there was this vibe that just felt like everyone was feeling kind of uh, overwhelmed, redlined, yeah. kind of just like, uh, man, heavy and hard. And the truth is it's what I, what we chose does not change the hard. It doesn't change that there were uh, missing volunteers or that some people got sick and called in at the last minute. It didn't yeah. change the, that, but the energy in the room was like, I've got to shake this up. And yeah. as a leader, like you have to be paying attention to 
what you said, is there energy? Does it need energy? Okay, what kind of energy does it need? And what can I do to affect some change? And sometimes it's as simple as a smile. Sometimes it's a rattling or a shakeup. Sometimes it's a, hey guys, come in. Let's like, uh, let's do a little rah-rah shish for like five minutes to get us going again, whatever it is. But like, we have to intentionally set the tone and atmosphere, choose the energy just to start a regular day. Yeah. But then we also have to be aware as leaders of the times when, hey, this needs a whole new energy. This yeah. needs a whole vibe shift. And I need to be the one to help set that. We tell our team, they set uh, the thermostat. They're not a thermometer, like, uh, right? Is that, that? Yep, I always right. say it wrong. <laughs> I always get insecure that I say it wrong. Uh, but, but we have to actually choose to do that, to set the tone. And so there have been times where I know you're stressed and heavy about something, yeah. or I know that maybe the worship team, some stuff fell apart at the last minute that they thought was going to go a certain way, or some band member didn't show up or whatever. And yet, instead of going, yeah, man, that sucks. I'm going to instead be like, no, this is the greatest day ever. You've got the greatest message to preach. Yeah. Let's go do it. Yeah. Hey, worship team, this is going to be awesome. God's got this. He's with you. It might come across as fake to somebody if they have a bad attitude or if they just... Uh, if they're Eeyore. Yeah, want to be sad. But the truth is we have to flip our perspective. Yeah. And what choosing energy is, is just flipping the perspective of like, yes, it's cold and rainy, but it's fun and sunshiny in here, yeah. you know? Yeah, uh, flip the perspective. Yeah. It's a Sunday morning. You know what I could be doing on a Sunday morning? I could be digging a ditch. Correct. I could be not in the call that God has for my life. Right. I could like my life could be way worse than whatever I'm currently carrying. Yeah. And so maybe it's worth being grateful and yeah. thankful. Yeah. And when you can be grateful and thankful, you can flip that and, and have choose energy, choose yeah. to have, have a little bit of fun. No, exactly. We have this thing that happens at more church. Uh, and it only happens every couple of years where like our service energies flip. It's so bizarre. So right, right now, right now we're doing two services. Yeah. And it used to be our our first service had more energy. Yes. And was more exciting and easier to preach to. But now our second service yep. has become the more energetic, yeah. easier to preach to. Yeah. They talk back, they laugh, they clap, service yeah. to preach to. And it's all about the people that are in the room. It's all about it. There's something about the collective group of the people that are there of if they're sleepy mm -hmm. or if they're ready to receive. So if you're more church and you're watching and you're in that first service, help, help your boy. Help us out. Help us out. Now it's not bad. No. But it just, it takes a little bit more work yeah. from the stage to wake up the room. Yeah. But that's because of the people in the room choosing energy or not. Yeah, you, and you're saying it, I'm like, you're right. It's because it's bizarre to me. We've been talking about it lately. Like, why did it flip-flop? What happened? But I think it's simply, uh, the certain dynamic of certain people in the room that has shifted, either they shifted where they, which service they were coming to, or they shifted in themselves. Or they shifted out of the church or and they, they bounced. Shifted, or they shifted away. Uh, but, but what you're saying also though, is really important piece of it. We can't be afraid to speak to it. We can't be afraid to speak. Energy as a choice is a cultural and an internal decision, but it is something we have to be totally okay with speaking to consistently. Yeah. And so it's something we say all the time. We say it out loud to our staff, to our volunteers, but we'll say it from the stage. There are times when I know you're about to preach something that maybe either has been heavy on you or uh, is about to be real darn good. And so they better wake up and listen. Yeah. And I will actually tell them beforehand, hey, 
this message today, you better not leave pastor, uh, alone. You better not like just sit there and, and say nothing. You better speak with your mouth. You better affirm that it's good. And like, it's okay to, uh, choose energy for the room to choose. Yeah. Hey guys, this is how we're going to behave yeah. in my house. We have had multiple times where we've had to have what we call family meeting. And it is not necessarily mean that anything is crazy and catastrophic. It sometimes just means, hey, we've had a real sarcastic attitude around the house lately. Or, hey, I've noticed a real negative vibe anytime I ask you to do anything. Or, hey, we're not helping, dad's the only one uh, taking the trash out, or yeah. wh whatever it is. Um, but we're gonna speak to it and we're gonna change it right now. And I think what we can't be afraid to do as leaders, as uh, parents, as whatever, wherever we are, bosses, is speak to the energy in the room. Speak yeah. to, hey, we are now all collectively choosing this. Yes. We are going to shift it. I personally have to choose it, but now I'm going to speak to the dynamic around us and say, hey, staff team, we're gonna shift the energy. Yeah. No, it's true. Uh, our kids, Lillian and Titus, out of the two, Titus has bigger feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so something I talk with Titus about a lot is I say, hey, buddy, you're in charge of your feelings. You can't let your feelings be in charge of you. Right, right, right. And that's true as a mom. Yeah. And a dad in your home. Yeah. We have to be in charge of our feelings, not them in us. Mm -hmm. Or else we're not growing. Right. We're just getting shoved into a corner that we don't really like. And it's the same as a leader. Absolutely. If you're a pastor and you walk into your staff team on Monday morning and the numbers were down and attendance was down, right. what good does it do them yep. for you to act like, a, like you're all depressed? Right. Now, if you're depressed, that's a different thing. I'm right. saying acting, acting depressed. Yeah. Choose to be thankful that, that your staff still showed up. 100%. Choose to be thankful that your volunteers are there. Right. I know you had four volunteers cancel on you and now you're scrambling, but what do the volunteers that are there deserve? Right. When we used to preach four services, <laughs> I was so done by the fourth. Yeah, yeah. I was so done. But the people coming to the fourth service, do you know what they deserve? Still your best. My best. Yeah. My best. Yeah. Now my best might not be as good as the first service, because I might not, I might physiologically not have the energy, but I'm gonna give them my best. Yeah. And I, I think that that's what choose energy really means. Yeah. Is give the people that you're leading your your best. You just made me think two thoughts. Okay, so go. first one uh, is what you said, like if if there was something wrong, down, sad, whatever, it doesn't mean you're not allowed to speak to it. Oh. You can speak to it. We started Harbor Weekend by saying, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Dude, we're in a weird season as our church right now. Yeah. We spoke to- Some stuff feels unstable, some stuff feels right. shaky. It feels crazy. Uh, so like, it's not, again, cause that would be fake right. to ignore it. It would be fake to act like everything's fine when it's not. So we're speaking to it, but then we are saying, but now that we have all understood that this is truth, Yes. What are we going to do about it? Yeah. Well, we're going to shake it up. We're yeah. going to change it up. We're going to choose energy. Then the other side. Oh gosh, now I lost it. Uh -oh. I was going to forget it. Two things. Uh, you said, what was the last thing you said? I said a bunch of good stuff. I know. I it was all good. Uh, oh man, keep going. I about how we have to set the tone. I don't remember. I don't know. Darn. It was so good. It was going to be a great vein of where to go next. Uh, dang it. What did you say? You keep talking. I'll think of something. I talked about how, uh, about how, 
even though it's heavy or sad, we can't just walk in and as when I was preaching for services, how our the the last service deserved my best. Yeah. What we're putting off as leaders should not just be about what we feel, but about what they need. Right. So like William Wallace in Braveheart, he's riding in front of the men today. We choose freedom, right? Right. The dude had to be scared to death. 100%. But what his men needed in that inspire, in all the movies, every movie where there's a locker room and there's a coach giving them a big speech, what the team needs is not what the coach feels. Right. It's what the coach believes they need. What they, yeah. And as leaders, we have to understand that sometimes we have to choose something contrary to what we feel. Absolutely, because if because we're gonna have all kind of feelings. I got it. I know where I was gonna go. Okay, go. Second thing, what you said about four services. Your fourth service, you said I'm still gonna give them my best, but in order to choose energy in that fourth service, there were still things that you had to do ahead of time in order to make sure you could still provide your best. Yep. So choosing energy is not always just a willpower. Right. There is discipline required in Talk order about. to choose energy. You in that season, we would have, uh, we actually had two meal times that we scheduled into our morning so that we could keep our team, our worship team, they're singing four times the same worship set, our leadership team, you preaching good grief. And we would have two different times in the day where we would stop and take sustenance so that we could keep going. Yeah. And if I did not eat, like there were times where I would be so busy that I would just not eat anything until that fourth service, I would be spent. And you I can't crashed. Even, totally crashed. And so that's on me. I could not choose the energy because I also didn't choose to discipline myself enough so to eat the food. So I, good. I would go to bed. Yep. I was more disciplined when we were doing four service than I am now that we're doing two. Correct. Right. Now that we're doing two, I don't have to really harsh put myself in bed. Right. But doing four service, I was in bed on Saturday at nine o'clock. Right. In bed. Not like on the couch, I Thinking need to brush my it. teeth. No. Right. In my bed, lights off at nine o'clock. Right for that fourth service. Right, so for our team I now, was not eating any sugar on Saturday because I right. knew... I can't crash. I can't crash Absolutely. on Saturday, on I have Sunday. to drink enough water so that I can uh, communicate without getting all dry and all... Like, there are so many intentional things behind choosing energy because there are going to be times when the catastrophic happens. There's been more than two catastrophic things that you've walked through in the last seven years. Yes. But there were only two times where it was just so overwhelming you couldn't do it. Why? I couldn't. I couldn't. Because you it. I was are tapped. still. You were tapped then, but you, in all the other times, ha- had enough energy in the tank to still keep going even while bleeding and yeah. leading at the same time. Because we have to be disciplined enough. We have to go to bed on time. I mean, these are silly things that seem like oh ha. No, they're real intentional. You are. You and I. One of our thing we talk about probably the most is guarding our heart yeah and uh, we talk about it with each other we talk about it with our team and like we are our spouses the four of us like we're so intentional to like pull out any root of bitterness or any like offense that we feel because if we don't it'll grow well Mm -hmm. if I let that grow so hard there's no way I'm going to choose energy in three weeks there's just no way yeah and so like there's intentional discipline, discipleship of our own selves that we have to do consistently if we're going to be able to choose energy in the moment when something's redlining. And it's really good. I'm really glad that you brought that up because, and if you find yourself unable to 
right. choose energy, then maybe you have a real like issue that you need to look at. Right. Like one of those seasons that we're talking about that I was like in a hole, I, and it was after four services and yeah. all that, I suffered uh, what my doctor yeah. told me was adrenal fatigue. Yeah. So in your body, there's, and there's a bunch of different names for it, but you have adrenal glands that adrenaline is yeah. produced yeah. that you hype yourself up. And I had done that so many times without taking care of myself that I suffered real adrenal fatigue. Yeah. And uh, so my body was, was struggling. Yeah. And so I went in and got some blood work done and found out that I was majorly vitamin D deficient, yeah. which most of America is vitamin D deficient. Yeah, and, and all of Seattle. And, and I was, <laughs> I was um, chronically dehydrated. Right. And so literally drinking more water and taking vitamin D with K2, so don't just take vitamin D. You gotta have that K2. It has to have K2 with That's it. That's true. That it has changed my energy levels in, of life. In every aspect of life. Right. If your car isn't running good, right. you don't need a paint job. <laughs> right. You've got to open the hood. And right. so like, if you're listening to this and you're getting kind of mad at us because you're like, yeah, but I just can't. Well, maybe, listen, maybe you need to go to bed on time and quit eating a bunch of crap. Maybe you need to find a real friend you can be actually vulnerable to. Yeah. Maybe you need to. Maybe you need to go to a doctor and yep. ask a doctor like, hey, I've been feeling kind of weird can we get some blood work done? Right. Like, can you help me? Maybe yeah. you need to put your phone down so you can actually fall asleep before 2 a.m. Absolutely. Like, maybe you're not tired. Maybe you're just a bad steward of the energy God's given you. Right, right. It's really true. I, dude, I look at these young adults that live off energy drinks. Right. And I'm like, that's not a long-term solution for energy. No, not at all. Because caffeine... It's going to run out. It's only going to work for so long. And then your body's going to like, I know guys that are drinking four energy drinks a day to just get through it. Who are in their twenties. That's crazy. And I'm like, bro, good luck. Good luck when you're 40. But then they're taking uh, three melatonins at night to go to sleep. Like it, you, you have to find the right balance of, of health, rest, uh, emotional health, all those pieces in order to ever get to being able to be at the healthy place to choose energy of choice. Tony Robbins is the guy you said who said it. Well, that dude, that joker is dis disciplined in yeah. his life. Yeah. There are things, I mean, he's all yoked up and all things too, yeah. but like you, when you, I, I know a little bit about him that I've learned over the years, like when you look at his life and the strategy of his life, he is not just willy nilly haphazarding it. No, he it, tugging into more requires Discipline and a choice yeah. to have the energy. Yeah, a, the you've heard said a body in motion tends to stay in motion. Right. And so, like, if you're having a hard time choosing energy, maybe start working out a little bit. Yeah. Start trying to eat a little bit better. Yeah. Maybe there's take some that vitamins. Needs to change. Go sit in a sauna. Do a cold plunge. I don't know what you need to do. Right. I don't do all those things. I did a cold plunge the other day, dude. It was not fun. <laughs> I did legs, and my legs were so sore, and I was doing like this big physical illustration of my sermon. And I'd done legs too deep in the week. And so Rachel and I, we went and got in the hot tub and then the cold plunge like three times. I thought I was about to have a heart attack in the cold <laughs> plunge. But, but just uh, really take some stock in yourself. I think as Christians, you know, we're Christians. And I think that a lot of our yeah. audience are Jesus followers. If not, check out Jesus. He's, He's the best. The best. <laughs> uh, uh, I think that a lot of times as Christians that we, we just think, we'll just pray it away. Right. Just, just pray it away. Just right. have faith. Just, you know, pray and speak in tongues or read a Bible verse. And then I can do all things through Christ. 
well, yeah, but like we live in a flesh body. Right. And like if we're not taking decent care of our flesh body, it's not going to do what we want it to do. No, it's really true. It's super important. And as you were talking about it, I just thought the only way you can consistently choose energy and, and lead by example is by leading by example in all of those areas. So yeah. it's important. Okay, what else do we want to talk about as far as energy as a choice to help people understand uh, what that looks like? Um, I have followed people who are always womp womps. Yeah. And if you're always a womp womp, like I, we were, we have a mutual pastor friend who is going through staff like crazy. Right, right. We just talked about yeah. that. And it's like they have massive staff turnover all Const the time constantly. in a smaller church. And I think that one of the reasons is because they're womp womp. Yeah. There's never a like, hey guys, we're doing a good job. Right. I don't know. No, you're right. I don't know. So we could ramble on about it. No, for, I think forever. it's I think it's good. Just understanding that if you want to step into more, if you want to tug into more, then you you have to determine that nine times out of 10, you have to be the one to say, hey, we're choosing energy today. And if you'll determine that for you, don't worry about everybody else around you. Like, yeah. Let them figure it out for themselves. But for you, uh, determine that and then set the example for those that are following you. Yeah. And hopefully... Where are the places that you want to change your energy? Oh, it's super good. Do you want to change the energy in your home? Okay. Then when you wake up in the morning, it's not, uh, right. I have to make kids lunches. Stop doing that. Yeah. Stop saying that. Look at yourself in the mirror, smack yourself around, say, I don't want to be Eeyore anymore. That's really good. Fix it. Where do you want to change it? Do you want to change it when you get to church first service? Right. <laughs> really? Like, Come on, do you want to, do you want to change it there? Yeah. Do you want to change it when it's just something God had spoke to me over a year ago was that I needed to work on my friendship with my wife. Right, right, yeah. That's a whole episode that we could do. Yeah. Working on your friendship in your marriage. And so do you know what that really was God telling me? Was he was telling me, I need to change your energy output towards Rachel. Yeah. Because right. you know what? I'm really good at giving energy at the church nine to five. Right. And then I'm even really good giving the kids energy from five to bedtime. Yeah. But how have I been giving energy to Rachel from nine o'clock until we go to bed. Right. right. Man, I was not choosing energy. No, it's really good. I was giving everybody else energy and I was coming home and I was being emotionally, mentally turned off, yeah. worn out with her. And so what did I have to do? I had to guard my energy during the day, yeah. manage it, and then make sure that I have something to give her. All I'm saying is we have to ask, it's really good. where do we have to give better energy where output? Do, where do I want to give better energy? And then where do I feel drained the most. I think that's for mm -hmm. me one that I've had to learn. Like what, what do I leave feeling drained from? Like, yeah. Sideways energy. Yeah. What, what sideways energy am I giving that's draining me that I can release or that I can step away from, or that I just need to shake something up in that, in the midst of whatever that is to then be able to more easily choose the energy. Because if I'm having to choose willpower energy every day and every moment, something's out of whack. And yeah. so what disciplines do I need to adjust? Um, and then what, yeah, what sideways energy do I need to release so that uh, I can feel energetic 
as a baseline, most of the time, uh, I think for me, especially my personality, I thrive in that. I don't mm -hmm. want to, it's not difficult usually for me to bring the energy because I already have it. And so you've got to look at yourself and go, okay, what's my normal baseline and where do I want it to be? And how can I adjust that? This is it's an important piece yeah. in tugging into more. Guys, we want to help uh, you in every aspect right. of life, leadership, ministry, just following Jesus, growing your family. And so if there's any questions, if you have any questions about how to bring the energy or maybe a challenge that you're facing, or maybe yeah. you disagree with something that you that we said. That's fine. Men, would love to have a conversation. Absolutely. Reach out, reach out shoot us a comment, like, tag, share, follow, all the things. Uh, man, so good. Yes, love y'all. See you next time. <laughs>